All right, welcome to Why Did Peter Sink? This is a new series. I'm calling it The Inversions, and this is an introduction to that series. There's a reason that the Christian message and the Bible have such staying power. There's a reason why the books of Moses are so radical and different from all other texts. And there's a reason why the tradition of the people of Abraham is so strange to outsiders, even angering, and why it makes perfect sense to insiders. Most importantly, there's a reason why everyone cannot stop talking about Jesus. There's a reason why, and it is this. The message of Christianity tips everything we think we know upside down, but it's actually right side up. The Bible is full of inversions that disrupt our assumptions. Rather, it is a series of inversions, one after another. An unfolding of paradoxes and mysteries reveal how and why these inversions matter, including when and where and by whom. Some of the inversions will upset us, while others we may accept without bother. But each of us will have certain inversions that rankle us more than others, and those are the best inversions to meditate upon. The great books of Moses invert the teachings and worldviews of the old Sumerian, Greek, Persian, Hindu, and Roman thinking. The books of the prophets continue the inversions, and Christ completes it. But this is not only applicable to the ancient world, it is equally relevant now, or even more so, as a flip to the old ways seems to be happening. For a long time we understood the inversions and assumed these ideas were common sense, but as familiarity breeds contempt, we took standing on our feet for granted. For about 500 years now we have been gradually reverting to standing on our heads. To get right side up again, we only need to consider the inversions again, with fresh eyes. The old language seems difficult to understand, or too time-consuming, or too distant in the past, but none of that is really true. If we make even the slightest effort to read the Bible, we can see these inversions playing out clearly in our own lives. Further, we can observe these inversions right now in our institutions, assumptions, and even our societies and families. The language of the old books may be difficult, but with a small effort it can be understood. Many cast out the book without serious review, calling the writings Bronze Age Myths. The implication here is that those of us who own smartphones are surely more rich in wisdom than the old shepherds of the Middle East. But this is close-minded. The wisdom of the old books goes deep into the heart, and that is a place where we often do not wish to look. Yet if we are open-minded, we will do just that. Modern ideas may have muddied the water, but it can be made clear again with patience, if we simply stop thrashing about and let the word speak. Now, the reason Jewish, Islamic, or Catholic thought either makes total sense to you or looks completely upside down depends on whether you are standing on your feet or your head. And even if you are standing on your feet, the eyes and ears can still fool you into hearing what you want to hear and seeing what you want to see. But the real benefit of coming to recognize these inversions is not about being right or wrong. It's about sanity. We speak constantly of mental health today. And if you live in this world and you sense that there is something off about it, then you are likely sensing that something is upside down. And there is a reason why the message of Moses, Elijah, and Christ call people from every generation. 
it is because people always sense this upside down and wish to be right side up. In the end, every person chooses whether to stand on their feet or their head. Some come to recognize these inversions and afterwards can never again view the world the same. They have a secret that nothing can touch, some things that change them completely. So no matter your genetics or culture or your experiences, you can benefit by pausing to consider the inversions presented by the Jewish and Christian traditions. You, you have nothing to lose in doing so, and perhaps much to gain. As for me, in writing this, I pray that I lead no one astray, but only present that, that which can help unfold the wonders of this confusing book and worldview. I am not qualified for writing this. I have no abbreviations to add after my name, no prior published works to present, and no status as a great thinker. I'm an IT troubleshooter, a hack writer, and often a maker of poor decisions. But those admissions I make to point something out. If I can see these inversions, so can everyone else. From here, I proceed with fear and trembling that I may teach errors, but having been brought back to life to keep this all to myself seems a bit selfish. I have to share it, and I will pray for forgiveness if I mislead anyone. I hope to share these inversions with charity and love for all who read or listen to them. So let's begin. With the many inversions ahead of us, there's no time to dawdle. And time itself is where we must begin, because that is the initial inversion. This may be the most important inversion of all, but then all of the inversions are the most important. That's because they all go together. Individually, these inversions may seem odd, but together they reveal a whole. And if you come to understand what these inversions mean, there is a solid chance that you will not only be inverted to right side up, but you may be healed and made whole as well.